Welcome to Gain That Tune. going on everybody it is game that tune back in the house once again it's ya boy john harrington here and we got john regan with us say hey hey we got david fleming say hey hey and we got jesse moore say hey hey hell yeah guys welcome back everybody it's game that tune episode 204 in the house and what a show we've got coming up for you guys. Uh, this is Game That Tune, the video game music guessing game show, where we listen to three songs from a game. We're going to try and guess each other's games based on the songs with a little bit of trivia. Uh, we're going to goof off and have a lot of fun. The winner at the end of the night picks a theme for the next episode and plays some bonus tunes. And our winner, co-winner last week, uh, was Jesse. He won alongside our uh, wonderful guest, Brent Weinbach. You know, great episode last week. Uh, great show. And uh, Jesse, you and Brent uh, worked together and came up with what theme for tonight's episode? Uh, we came up with games with muscles. Hell yeah. I love that theme, quite frankly. It's, uh, it, it's such a silly theme when you get right down to it, because you, know, you could take it any number of ways. Like, do you, do you have to have big muscle-bound dudes? Or do you have, like, you know... Uh, like hot muscular chicks or do you have hideous like mus muscular deformed monsters uh, you know, oh I should have gone with that do robots have muscles you no. know when you get right down to it every <laughs> living character outside of maybe plant based characters again are, robots are not living <laughs> muscular I'm just you know I'm, I'm walking I'm talking through it so I mean but like the Terminator He's living tissue over uh, exos, uh, endo exoskeleton. Yeah, over endoskeleton. A, like endoskeleton. Thank you. So, does the Terminator have muscles? Um, I mean, they're fake I, muscles. This is, yeah, I okay. feel like he has synthetic muscles. I feel like I, actually, in the case of the Terminator, I feel like he has it's it's tissue, so it's skin, not muscles. The the robot part is the muscle. The problem I'm running up to here is now I need to pick a different game because I definitely thought robots were muscles. Um, <laughs> you know, I've made a terrible misjudgment. Did you pick RoboCop? Uh, uh, you know, did I? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> you know, there, there, there's no question about it. I mean, his his chin is still a human chin. That's a muscle, right? Like, um, I mean, that technically, I guess. Okay, a cyborg <laughs> could. There you go. Since it has human parts. The human mm -hmm. parts could be muscles. Oh, so they like, could. So, yeah. So that, you could get away with a cyborg. But just to, like, R2-D2, he's got no muscles. He's That's just true. a fucking droid. Yeah, okay, yeah I guess we didn't clarify that the muscles have to be attached to anything, right? You could just have a pile of muscles. That's true. Well, and that, and that's or the thing. it could be about shellfish. I was just about to say, now, yes. does that mean that we could have games featuring shellfish? Yeah. Always. I mean, that's the, that's the <laughs> that's beauty of it. I, 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 I have almost no doubt in my mind that that's probably what Johnny's done. Uh, I mean, he's I mean, just he's a he's a pun loving son of a bitch. He likes a good paella, 
and he's probably just like you know games with muscles oh that sounds great throw a little saffron in that mix and you got a johnny game right there add it to the Um, wiki (laughs) johnny the paella boy um, Johnny Paella is his Twitter handle be, now. I was gonna say Johnny Paella should be a spinoff of Cooking Mama. Oh, oh man, j- better you can find than him Johnny. on Twitter at J Paella Regan Jr. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, uh, it's it's gonna be a lot of fun, guys. We got uh, five great games. I believe we have a great fan request, and I think really we just gotta we gotta jump right into it. So uh, you know, let's uh, let's get a little lift going, and uh, you know, get that pump, get pumped up for game one. Game one.
Alright, um, so each playable character in this game has approximately 1,000 frames of animation, while enemies have between 300 and 400 frames each. see what you guys say. Yeah, I've got an answer for you. <laughs> okay, show me. Show them. Oh, oh, we got a fucking hat trick. God, for a second I thought you said tree of something, David. The glare was weird. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, man. Streets Did the ultra get four. longer? It could. I feel like it was, <laughs> it's been extended. Trust me, I can extend that ultra. I've done it before. <laughs> <laughs> this game is so fucking good. I've been playing it the last two days. 
Okay, and wait. Say it. Say it very clearly for people that you know. Streets yeah. of Rage Four. Okay, just wanted to make sure because that that seems like a game that shouldn't exist. I'm pretty sure this series died like 25 years ago. Um, no, after they, Streets they of Rage Three. <laughs> they brought it back. This takes place 10 years after the events of Three. Um, and basically, uh, Mr. X's kids, the Y twins have been using music underground <laughs> to uh, control people's minds. And uh, Blaze Fielding is like, uh, no, that's fucked up. I'm going to call in the boys and a girl. And uh, <laughs> what she calls uh, Cherry hey, uh, <laughs> Cherry Hunter, which is uh, Adam Hunter's uh, daughter. And she plays really cool. She has a guitar that she can hit people with. And it's nice. pretty badass. Um, let's see her. And, um, who's the other guy? Um, there's like this robot dude that you can play. Well, he's half robot. He's one of Dr. Zan's creations. And then, of course, Axel. You know, everyone knows Axel. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it, it, is Axel just old in this one? Or did he also get a little doughy? I couldn't remember that from, like, the trailers. I, I, w- I would say that he has what I would like to call Dad Bod Plus. Which is where it's like your dad bod, but you can still like beat fucking ass. Like kind of like Chris Mm -hmm. Jericho kind of looks. You know, he's kind of doughy. Kind of doughy, but he can still beat your fucking ass. Yeah, like you wouldn't fuck with the guy, but like he takes his shirt off. It's like, that's not impressive. Yeah. (laughs) But his arms got some big muscles on him. He does that freaking fire punch thing. Um, It's one of those things where like... You know, people forget. They look at like bodybuilders and all the muscles. Like, but true, actual strongmen have like fat along with muscle. Like, if you ever look at a world strongman competition, they're just big barrel-chested guys who can pick oh. up entire trees. David, do you want to start talking strongman? Because yeah, like you know, you're you're very right. Though there was that stretch in the the mid 2000s where Marius Puchanowski came in and he was just like shredded. And he won it like six out of seven times, and everybody's like, "What the fuck? This isn't a big fat guy. Like, <laughs> he's just a really big strong guy, and he's he's like shredded." And everybody else that has won it looks like the mountain from Game of Thrones. Like, they're just enormous men. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you know, yeah. That, that's usually the strongman look. Strongman look is like you know just this fucking ox of a man, or uh, they look like fucking. I think the American guy. I don't re- I don't really remember. It's probably a bad reference, but uh, the American guy that won it reminded me of Raccoon from Dragon Ball Z <laughs> just like a big dopey looking motherfucker who could lift like 600 awesome. pounds it's like okay yep I'm not fucking with that guy <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, I get it ultra dad bod is fine by me man I, you know I, I strive for that I hope to have that bod someday yeah. right now I just kind of have dad bod I need the ass beating dad bod <laughs> <laughs> but um and then halfway through the game Adam Hunter joins you and um, you end up unlocking a whole bunch of other characters. I haven't gotten that far yet because I haven't beaten it. Uh, I think I got two more stages to go. And, um, it, you know, it gets fucking hard. I've had to use the uh, things where it's like, oh, I want extra lives, but it's going to divide from my score at the end of the level. I'm like, well, I want to see the rest of this game. So <laughs> fuck your score. I'm having five lives and three... Uh, uh, star moves from the start. <laughs> I mean, that's an interesting way of uh, kind of keeping things moving, like, you know, or, or like adding some replay value. Like, you beat the game, 
with, you know, using all your lives and star moves, but then obviously if you want to master the game, you gotta fucking cut back on that and get the high score by not having so many things. I like that. That's kind of a cool feature. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Um, like, all the play, other uh, characters play a little different. I think I heard that you can eventually unlock uh, 16-bit versions of the characters. So, mm. like, you could play as, like, the Sega Genesis Axel uh, running around in the regular Streets of Rage 4 levels, which sounds ridiculous and great. I heard that you can do that, too, um, but I also heard that it's mainly novelty because they play just like the original Streets of Rage. So yeah. they... They're not quite as strong, and they don't have quite the depth of moves. Yeah, yeah, it's it's more probably more for fun. Um, I'd say my favorite. It's kind of funny so though the idea plays. that you, you play the 16-bit version. They didn't update it with the new moves. So it's like you try to do something. It's like, oh right, shit. Axel didn't know how to do that yet. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> he only learned that with more frames of animation. There's some uh, fun <laughs> Easter eggs in it too, like. Um, you fight this cop lady, and one of her specials is the special from Streets of Rage 1, where the cop car shows up and fires a bazooka, except it's versus you, so you have to, like, get out of the way and stuff. It's pretty great. Oh, that's awesome! Um, there's, a, there's a bar where one of the bartenders is the kangaroo from Streets of Rage 3. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, I hope you can unlock the kangaroo, or at some point they reference the kangaroo. Yeah gotta bring that up like you know, yeah there should be just a cutscene where it's like man you know was i all fucked up in the 90s or did we fight alongside a kangaroo i feel like that happened <laughs> well, was i like dreaming were, that dreamer <laughs> when you were describing the plot it's like oh yeah the twins are using music to mind control people it's like that sounds kind of out there oh yeah there oh, was right. a playable kangaroo <laughs> yeah okay yeah did you yeah. miss the part where i mentioned there's a robot man that you fight with <laughs> But does he have muscles, Jesse? Well, We've his, covered okay. this. How, his, he has how could two you pick robot arms. The rest of him is thick muscles. So, so he's Jax? Yeah, he's jacked as yeah, he's Jax, pretty pretty much. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, see, that's a good crossover. Like get the get the Mortal Kombat special forces into the streets of rage, get Sonya Blade and Jax doing their thing. But Man. um the, it's, the soundtrack is really fucking good. It's not all by uh, Yuzo Koshiro. A bunch of people joined. Uh, he did like three tracks. Um, Olive, um, Olivier, uh, Derivier. He did a lot of it. But then we also have like uh, Motohiro Kashishima. Uh, Yoko Shimamura does a track. Uh, Keiji Yamagishi. Uh, Haruma Fujita. Like there's a lot of people like making some badass beats in this mu- in this game. That's great, man. Johnny's met Harumi Fujita. Oh, yeah. I have. <laughs> yeah. What a sweet woman. <laughs> she hasn't met me, though. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know her. She doesn't know me. <laughs> yeah. Though, uh, also, yeah, I, I am now Facebook friends with Harumi Fujita for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, pro tip. If you send a Japanese video game music uh, composer or a fr- like friend request on Facebook, they'll probably take it. Yeah. Um, and so then every now and then you post a picture of your son and it says, you know, Harumi Fujita loved your post. It's like... Of course she did. My son's adorable. <laughs> and she's stuck inside. It's quarantine in Japan. She's just thumbing through Facebook and she saw my son. Like It's, you know, it's very funny to me. That's, <laughs> like, that's pretty cool. It's silly as shit, man. Yeah. Uh, it's what Facebook, an age baby. we live in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> where for some reason, we're connected with these people. Um, but can't work out the language of 
come on Game That Tune for an interview. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> we just need someone that learned Japanese and they can translate. Uh, Johnny, you get in on that? No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I do so much. No, somebody else has to take that. <laughs> All right, David. <laughs> David, you've you've got some of that limitless uh, drug, right? You can uh, take that, <laughs> learn Japanese, and uh, get back to us. Get us on. Uh, get us on track with these people. I don't understand that reference, but yes, yes, I do. <laughs> it's that brain plasticity drug that lets you learn whatever you want. Like, uh, you know, um, we're gonna get some of that for you. It's gonna be good, man. Uh, I think I heard Joe Rogan talking about it. So, you know, go take some like some DMT or something. Learn Japanese. <laughs> Okay, well then, I'm a hard pass. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you don't want uh, to take you, some ayahuasca first? <laughs> you passed the test, David. <laughs> if I utter anything related to Joe Rogan, just kick me off the yeah, show. Yeah, please. Uh, Can we just take that whole part out of the show? <laughs> okay, so is Joe Rogan playable in this game or what? No, he's not. Okay, good. Is he good. beatable this, in this game? This um, game passes the test. Is there any character that you could beat up that looks like Joe Rogan? Like I just feel a, like there is a like character a, a that looks like Joe Rogan. A bald man made of leather who's not particularly funny. Yeah, yeah. He shows up with a pipe and saggy jeans and you beat him up. I was nice. going to say, it's like, is there, a, is there an enemy that looks like Joe Rogan? Like, it's a Streets of Rage game. Half of the enemies look like a white guy <laughs> with a shaved head. Like, yes, absolutely. And I guarantee your question, you, a yes. third of the enemies in Streets of Rage have a podcast. So... <laughs> Ooh, now that's see, you know, that would be actually the more kind of prescient uh, Streets of Rage 4 plot. Instead of controlling the street, the kids of the street with music, the the Y twins have a podcast. <laughs> oh man, that's what it should be. Instead of Streets of Rage with Mortal Kombat, it should be Streets of Rage versus white podcasters. <laughs> Streets of Rage. Every enemy has a podcast. Oh man! After you beat them, you get to listen to their podcast. Mm-hmm. It's like and Bioshock with the audio logs. It's just the podcast of punks that you've beaten up in the streets. <laughs> yeah. As you're walking to the next thing, you're just listening to a little bit of their podcast, being like, "Oh God, this isn't very good." Oh no! Yeah. Ew! That's a great idea, Dave. Yeah, everybody somehow drops a podcast <laughs> when you beat them up. <laughs> It's like the, like the dog you tags it. Pod, you picked up a podcast tape. So I was going to the grocery store, and these people were wearing masks. What's that yeah. about? You know, in America. Oh, no. <laughs> Getting too real I, now. <laughs> I feel good about being that guy up. Yeah. Oh, see, you know, that's going to be the next Streets of Rage game. Is the Streets of Rage 5 takes place, like... Right in the middle of quarantine, and it's just Axel and everybody enforcing social distancing. Like, oh, <laughs> well, God. You, <laughs> that's why you have to pick up the pipe. You can't right. fight police, so that's good. What's weird, what's, what's weird slash cool, though, is the police, like, they'll attack you, but they will also attack any of the other, like, uh, enemies on the screen. Like, I guess they're just like, oh. uh, these guys are punks, too, so let's try to arrest them. So... Sometimes you can kind of get in a situation where they're beating each other up and you just like hang back for a second and be like, ha ha. <laughs> hmm. So you're like, but you're like Batman to them. Like they don't like your vigilantes. I guess, I guess you just look like a punk to them too. Like, oh, hmm. just a bunch of punks causing trouble. And uh, gotcha. like there's a police lady you have to fight and eventually you have to fight her and the commissioner at the same time. And then finally everything gets explained to them, but there's a horrible train wreck. And, uh, I, I don't know if they die or not. Um, that'd be kind of fucked up, I guess. Um, but, you know, hey, Axel lived, so that's it's all good. Um, exactly. 
there's a anyway, cool, yeah, that, there's yeah. a cool options in this game where you can change the food items to different things. So like instead of like a turkey, you could find like a cheeseburger or like soup or like if you're like vegan or something, I think you can make it into a salad or something. Now that's different, and I like it. Like, you know, talk about some options for people. Like, you know, you can instead of like a street chicken, you find like a street tofurkey. Yeah. It, you know, look, it looks like it, but it's you know, rest assured, trust me, it's tofu, and you're not going to enjoy it very much. Um, that's a good idea, man. That's that's a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I'm glad they're thinking of people like that. Um, now this game sounds fucking great, man. Uh, you know, I'm not enough of a fan of the Streets of Rage series to have gone out and gotten this immediately, but like it's on Game Pass. Yeah, you know, when I get a Xbox <laughs> and Game Pass, then that'll be the first thing I download. Uh, or more accurately, when there's a Switch sale for it, I'll definitely cop it because I mean, I bought like the Capcom beat 'em up bundle. I've played a you know shitload of Final Fight and stuff. I know I should play this, and Streets of Rage is one of those classic, like, if you had a Super Nintendo and your friend had a Genesis, Streets of Rage was the series you were, uh, series you were jealous of missing out on. <laughs> like, you know, Sonic, you could kind of work your little kid brain around, like, no, you know, Sonic's not that great. Streets of Rage was fucking <laughs> cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> so. Before uh, Johnny yep. jumps in, um, <laughs> I, like, I feel really bad about talking about this game because I bought it the day it came out on Switch, and I still and... haven't played it. Oh, dude, it's, it's really like, fun. So many other things have come out since then. It's like, oh, yeah, Streets of Rage 4. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to buy that soon. <clears throat> <clears throat> I, mean, I actually I bought this the day it came out. Uh, on PC, and okay. I have played it, but only the first level or so. Johnny, uh, I gotta get back into it. And you I'm haven't jumped in on the conversation? This is the first I've heard of your voice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is this the first you're speaking of this? <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, Johnny, I think I think you owe it to everybody to set up some net play and stream this with Jesse. Uh, you guys, you know, jump together, play a little Streets of Rage 4 on stream. I'm uh, I'm setting everybody's expectations way too high for uh, <laughs> for a little group here. Yeah, but yeah, more accurately, Johnny, just play the fucking game. You know, there's you have no excuse. Nope, nope, yeah, no good. excuse. <laughs> but between the two of us, Johnny, neither of us have any excuses. But That's somehow, true. somehow you have less excuse than I do. Yeah. So yeah, you know, Streets of Rage 4, I would have thought, would have been the game that broke David out of the Animal Crossing, uh, you know, like, uh, hypnotic spell. And that's how it always goes with Animal Crossing. You buy that, and it's the only thing you play for a long time until something else comes out. So I thought Streets of Rage would have pulled him out of it. It wasn't powerful enough to do so. Well, it Johnny, you don't have Animal, Animal Crossing. Crossing. No, it, it did it? Yeah. Oh, well, whatever. Um, then, <laughs> whatever. Well, that yeah, shot the I, shit out of my theory. I, exactly. Then you know that's what it was. David was pulled in by Animal Crossing, and he never got back to the Streets of Rage. Um, you know, Johnny has no such excuse. Johnny plays one game a year, and I thought this was his game. So, you know, I, I don't know what the problem is. Well, the year's not over yet, John. They can still I announce time. a new Sonic game. Exactly. Everybody's or another waiting. port of Sonic Three. God help us if oh, they do God. Sonic Adventure Three, and Johnny never plays Streets of Rage Four. He'll be you know he'll just be missing out. Um, anyway, Jesse, anything else on Streets of Rage 4? A uh, delightful game that you know none of us have any excuse for having not played. It's it's a really good beat-em-up. It's beautiful. Like, the art style at first I was kind of iffy, but seeing it in action, it looks it looks really nice. Um, 
all the different characters are great. Um, it's just a solid beat em up. You know, go yeah. go left or right and punch people in the face. It's a great, you know, great formula. Eat so. food off the ground. You know, that's all your the way favorite I, things. Mm, that's, the, that's the best way to eat, baby. You know, freaking vegan. So uh, <laughs> let's uh, let's keep it uh, let's keep it rolling, Johnny. Let's uh, let's go straight to game two. Game two. The thematic core of this game was born when the developer was walking at Rockefeller Center and saw the GE building in New York City. He saw the uniqueness of the Art Deco styling of the building and uh, recognized that were spaces that had not been experienced in the first-person genre.
You said the GE building and Rockefeller? Yes. Okay. I like right, to guys, ask Susan. questions like that to make it seem like I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. We have a hat trick. Uh, Jesse says, would you kindly write down Bioshock? Everyone else wrote Bioshock. Ultra! This is Bioshock for um, a lot of systems. <laughs> Many things. <laughs> Many things. Yeah. Man. Johnny, Bioshock doesn't strike me as your kind of game. <laughs> it's not. I started it, and I realized I had a plot, and I said, uh, fuck this, and I just quit. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I feel like it's interesting that you say it's like I started it and realized, like, there was a plot in this. Like, wasn't Bioshock lauded for how it incorporated story into video games? <laughs> Yeah, I realized it was a very story-based game, and I realized that I'm just really not interested in this, and uh, did not play it. I mean, that's um, fair enough, John. <laughs> yeah, it's like it, it's the first-person shooter equivalent of reading an Ayn Rand novel. So, nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, if if you're not into it, you're not into it, baby. Which uh, um, I, I'm going to take a hard stance on game that dune. You should not be into Ayn Rand. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> even if you played Bioshock, seriously, guys, it's you know it's not great. I mean, Bioshock <laughs> is great. Uh, Ayn Rand, not so hot. Um, you know, I, I would think that Bioshock. You know, I, I'm sure that nobody would take the wrong lessons from Bioshock. I'm sure that you know, no, everybody recognizes that it's a, you know, it, it, it's not a, the the villain Andrew Ryan is uh, is not a not a good person for his emulation of Ayn Rand. I'm, you know, people don't take the wrong lessons from things, do they? Um, no, never. Yeah, mm -hmm. like never ever. Yeah, you know, nobody likes the Joker, right? <laughs> like, I mean, nobody uh, reads the Bible and is like, "Oh, this story about a man who." Actually, you know what? I'm gonna stop myself before I finish that. <laughs> say, "Wow, David, you want to go straight to the big one?" <laughs> yeah. I was gonna mention people who always thought the dude in Fight Club was their hero. That's what I'm talking about. Son of a bitch. Yeah, I was gonna say like you know, everybody likes Negan from The Walking Dead or you know the fucking Joker, but no, David, you want to talk? You want to you know, go straight yeah. to the Bible, baby? Yeah. <laughs> There's a few characters in this God. book I'd like to bring up. <laughs> All right, yeah. Yeah. The second we go off air, David, we're recording whatever you're going to say, and that's going on Patreon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, well, David's Bible talk. Let's just edit it to say it's like, yeah, Rick from Rick and Morty, people who, like, idolize right. him, that's wrong. There you go. Yeah. That's the one you're supposed to go with. That or, like, you know, uh, fucking uh, the guy from Breaking Bad, like, not... Walter you know, White. Don't step to Jesus right now, David. <laughs> yeah. Or Saul Goodman. Yeah. Not great. <laughs> Um, but yeah, man, Bioshock. So, Johnny, how much of this did you uh, did you play? Did you, did you have any fun with it? I got yes. to like you know the opening cutscene and realized that this game was not for me. I <laughs> like for, this is one of the few games where like I truly was just like I'm I I got it. I got on a Steam sale. I heard it was great, and I started it. And just a few minutes, in, I was like, "What am I doing? So I don't want to play." Plane this. crashes into the water. You enter rapture, and you're just done. Yeah, that's great. as far as I got. <laughs> So what you're telling me is you didn't even get to the point where you could shoot bees at people? No. Johnny, you might I, have missed out on the bees. Yeah. I, you know, did I? I mean... John, I, I feel you like can it, shoot bees at people. 
Yeah, but how much story do you have to get through to get Man. to the bees? Like, well, can see, they just give me the bees? The key to key to Bioshock, John, is you know most of the storytelling is like emergent. You can you know you're playing the game and you know you're in first person and there's not a whole lot of cutscenes really. It's you know the the gameplay. You know you're kind of walking around and things are taking place around you and you get those audio logs and things like that. So you could have just muted the game, but then you mm. kind of miss out on you know I don't know the, the atmospheric nature of Rapture and all like, that. So <laughs> like the way I guessed was I was hoping since you I thought you played the game. Cause <laughs> the thing is is uh, Andrew Wyatt, Ryan tells the dude, would you kindly like everything he tells him to do and. And they, like you know, spoiler alert, because you're obviously not gonna fucking play it. Uh, <laughs> is at the end, he's like, "Oh yeah, uh, I did this fucking stuff to your brain. So anytime I said, would you kindly, you would just do whatever I said. Yep. Like, would you kindly punch yourself? And he'd be like, uh. <laughs> it's pretty cool. A pretty fucking great twist. Like you were being manipulated the whole time, you know, Winter Soldier style, with uh, with like a key phrase, um, you know. That's dope. Um, but really, I mean, th this game's pretty fucking cool, man. Uh, you know, you get to inject yourself with different things and, like, shoot lightning and, you know, do all kinds of crazy shit. The, you know, Rapture is one of the most horrifying, just, like, locations in gaming. Like, you know, man, what a, what a terrible setting. Like, <laughs> it's like, oh, cool, an underwater city. Everything here is totally fucked. Like this is, man, this place is bad news, baby. Like it's almost like it's, you know, uh, it's almost like this whole Ayn Rand philosophy didn't work out for everybody. Oh no. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, the the setting is wild. I mean, yeah. So Johnny, you don't even know, like, you, no, because that's not that's not in the opening cutscene. But yeah, like. After World War II, everybody, you know, uh, Andrew Ryan had, like, nuclear fears, so he built, like, an underwater city, and it's like, yeah, this is going to be the only place that survives. And then everything just goes terrible. They discover some stuff that, like, grants supernatural powers, and uh, everything gets all fucked up. It's, uh, it's pretty goddamn fucked up. Um, but, yeah, I guess, you know, I'm trying to figure out the muscle connection. Um, it, you're talking to... It's, That's my favorite. No, tag no, no, team. no, no. Before muscle before, connection. Yeah. I was gonna say before you give him options, let let Johnny say. Who are the yeah, Who are the on. two Bioshock characters that make up the tag team Muscle Connection? Um, I think it's uh, a Big Daddy and Jack. I think those are the Muscle Connections. <laughs> I mean, okay, uh, Big Daddy is a big suit. Big Daddy checks out. So. but yeah, you know, I mean. To, to the guy that barely played this game and probably looked at the box and was like, oh, yeah, that guy's pretty big. That's a big daddy. A yeah, big yeah. old daddy. Probably thought, yeah, that's some muscles. <laughs> like, uh, so, I, uh, yeah, I'll, I, I'll count it. It's a, it's, <laughs> it's was, a big, heavy suit. You got enough muscles to move that suit. I was He's really right, hoping you were going to say big daddy and little sister. I was See, yeah. really, oh. really hoping. That would be such a good theme tag team for an actual wrestling group. Like, some intergender thing where it's like, you know, a hulking monster and then just, like, a small woman. Like, uh, Big Daddy Little Sister tag team wrestling would be pretty great. Um, yeah. But, yeah, John, you, you, you kind of missed out by not actually playing this game. It's, uh, <laughs> it's cool. It's kind of, like, universally revered. Um, but, uh... I mean, I, I don't blame you. I never really got through it either. I, you know, I, I bought the... Uh, I, this is one of those, like, watch someone else play it kind of games. I, uh, I watched somebody else. I'm like, well, that's cool. And then when the collection came out, like Bioshock 1 and 2 on PS3, I was like, oh, I'll cop that for, like, you know, 20 bucks. 
I don't think I even unwrapped it. Like, I, I don't think I had the desire to go back and play those and experience those. Though, from what I hear, Bioshock 2 is apparently very good. Uh, you know, I think you're playing as a big daddy in that one, so that's cool, too. Um, anyway, yeah, Johnny. Uh, my, my understanding is this, you know, really pushed kind of the uh, video games as art concept, right? Okay. Like, you know, bit. good, good, interesting story, lots of atmosphere. You got the Art Deco thing. You got the uh, Ayn, Rand, Ayn Rand, however you say her name, things. Um, something that wasn't in the trivia that I kind of skipped over was they were also inspired by the statue of Atlas that's in front of the GE building. No kid. I was worried that to give it away. <laughs> but... <laughs> Oh, Johnny. Uh, Johnny, and then any, any time worrying about giving it away and then... about giving away your game makes me laugh. Uh, I love that you're worried about giving your game away and played a voice clip of Andrew Ryan. <laughs> 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 Which, I mean, for our podcast folks, they won't have any idea that happened. This is, uh, you know, this is the big revelation. Yes, you know, we all got this right because Johnny played a, a fucking voice clip. <laughs> Instead of a song, uh, and it's been changed in editing. So, you know, why was uh, that voice clip on the soundtrack? That is so silly. <laughs> so, here's a little cool piece of trivia about this game: the voice of Andrew Ryan is uh, Armin Shimmerman, which many people would probably know that name as the guy who played Quark on Deep Space Nine. I was gonna Ooh. say, it's like that name sounds familiar. Yeah. He was. So that's that's really. He cool. was also um, the principal on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, I believe. Yes, he was. Very so, cool. Uh, really cool stuff. I know I my mean, obscure character actors. Yeah. I mean, I was gonna make an Armin Tamzarian like Simpsons ruining reference, but <laughs> you know, uh, almost. You know, close. You know, an Armin that played a principal. Nope, different person. Anyway, was, Johnny, uh, if there's nothing else on Bioshock, would you kindly thank you?
Alright, um, so this is our uh, fan request. Um, downloadable content for this game includes a 2D fighting mode using Street Fighter 4 engine, as well as two characters from that game, uh, Ryu and Akuma. see what you guys got um <laughs> johnny says essen mein Scheiße, and uh john and david both say ashura's wrath which is correct and uh like i said this was our fan request came from mork and uh silver nova both requested this game sweet um i have not played this game but it's a game that I've looked at in stores many times and considered buying. I just never pulled the trigger. Um, but it does look very fascinating. I've watched some videos. 
You're this big, muscly, god-like dude. Mm -hmm. And it starts off with you falling from space, punching space squids, which... Space! Thanks. Whoa! Johnny's on... He's quick tonight. (laughs) Um, Uh, uh, There you go. And, uh... That we just need you spouting off German. It's it's like a... (laughs) A weird, like, beat-em-up type game. Um, it's definitely Capcom as fuck. Um... That's really all I really know about this game. Everyone looks <laughs> jacked. Yeah, so no, there's your muscles. I think in looking up games for this week's episode, I googled like strongest video game characters, and Ashura was on the list somewhere. Um, like this guy looks pretty fucking jacked. And so, is this just? I mean, is this Capcom's version of God of War, where apparently he's beating up like Hindu gods? It seems like that. It's um. It's very structured like an anime. So, like, as you're playing it, every... T- no you, Like, when you play it, it's like an, like episode one. And then you play, you know, for a bunch of time. And then, you know, then episode two. And, you know, it's... Like, it's very anime presentation. Cool. Um, like, it definitely seems like a game to that would be fun to play. Um, yeah, I remember... It, uh, it looks cool. <laughs> I remember wanting to get this game um, and play it because I, I believe it came out on the 360 and PS3, and it yes. looked super interesting to me because it it seemed very much like that over-the-top God of War beat-em-up type, and then they're like, oh yeah, we're going to have a random Street Fighter crossover in there. It's like, th- this seems cool, but for some reason I never quite picked it up. Yeah, no, I'm looking at, like, images of the character, and, like, I mean, this guy looks pissed. Like, I get the... Yeah, the, he's pretty mad. The game's called Assure's uh, Wrath, so, like, yeah, he's, he's he's wrathful, but, you know, every image of this guy, he's, he's, he's fucking pissed. Like, I'm trying to think of, like, what could happen to make a man so pissed? And, you know, and then, like, need to, I don't know, like, kill gods as a response. Like, did the gods, like... I don't know. Uh, like, fuck his wife or kill somebody that he cares about? Or do they, like, uh... Eat his lunch in the office refrigerator? Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> they, they, you know, the gods got drunk in his house for a party, and then they, uh, they pissed on the sofa, and Ashura came home, and there was, like, a passed-out god on the sofa in a puddle of pee, and he just, he just lost it. Um, Did Ashura go to a party with two arms, then wake up with six, and now he's pissed? That could be it. He has a lot of fucking arms. (laughs) I don't see how that would be, like, a reason to get pissed and start killing gods. Like, if I had four extra arms, I see that as a plus. David, you you don't ask for the arms. It's a plus until you gotta go buy a new suit jacket. And now you Probably. got an issue. That's what that it was. It was, Johnny, the day before actually... he, it was the day before he was the best man in a wedding, and he gets four <laughs> extra arms, and now it he's a... just furious. <laughs> it was a bachelor party prank where they grafted <laughs> six arms onto him. <laughs> How do I explain this to my wife-to-be? Guys, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it ruined his wedding. Maybe I could just, like, tuck him behind hand my back marriage. and fit him there. Oh, son of a bitch. Oh. <laughs> you could have just bought hookers? What the hell, guys? This is way too far. Oh, man. Yeah, that's yeah. Because yeah, that's the thing, David. Like, you say you wouldn't mind having all those extra arms, but, like, they did it to him. 
you know, like if you voluntarily get you know four to six extra arms, that's one thing. But if you just wake wake up in a in an ice bath with six extra arms, like <laughs> you know, you 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 think you sleep with a prostitute and then you wake up with six extra arms. It's yeah. Talk about very 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 bad things. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I mean, that, that's what happens in this game. It's wild. You know. Yeah, it's a wacky bachelor <laughs> party with a bunch of gods. And they're like, hey, uh, Ashura's sure passed out. What if we uh, sewed some extra arms on him? <laughs> I would actually... What the fuck, guys? I would love that I so s- much if a game company like put out a trailer and put out box art and everything that showed like this crazy anime fighting and this intense muscular dude and then you actually play the game and it's like a fucking mini game collection of beer pong like See, that would be amazing it starts out that way and then you know at some point you pass out during the mini games and then the game shifts into being a, a sure as wrath and you're just you know, vengeful killing all your friends uh you know and yeah you just get like you know permanent angry face you're just a very very angry young man I mean, i'm imagining a version of uh, like a remake of that bachelor party movie with tom hanks but it's a wrath i was just thinking that like so if we're gonna you know if, if it's gonna be based on a movie bachelor party then you know which bachelor like who's playing ashura and of course tom hanks should play him like yeah, yeah. i don't I don't know. Should it be Tom <laughs> Hanks? To Tom because Hanks. Tom Hanks is so, like, lovable. Can Tom Hanks get that angry? Yeah, but think about Tom Hanks, but with six arms. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I, I can believe that Tom Hanks could play someone with six arms. Tom Hanks has that range. But, like, can he well play said. so angry that he kills a god? I don't know. I mean, he if you see Joe versus the Volcano... Mm-hmm. He fights a volcano in that, I think. It's been a long time. But I mean, it says Joe versus the volcano. I'm so just I saying, like, you know, Tom Hanks in, like, any existing film role, not so much. But, like, Tom Hanks, if you give him glowing white eyes and, like, spiky white <laughs> hair and six uh-huh. additional arms, like, that motherfucker's terrifying. <laughs> like, yeah. Polar Express all over again. <laughs> Tom Hanks can... <laughs> Tom Hanks can act it, like whatever he wants to do. He is mm-hmm. a phenomenal actor. Just because yeah. we haven't seen are him play Ashura doesn't mean he could not play are Ashura. Are you going to tell him no? Exactly. <laughs> I'm not telling Tom Hanks no. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I wouldn't tell him no if he had those extra arms. He'd fuck you up. Um, I just yeah. love the idea of Ashura coming out with, like, CGI white eyes and extra arms, but still having that pleasant Midwestern accent. <laughs> That's the thing. I, like this whole time, I'm like wanting to quote like a Tom Hanks line. But it's like there's no good way to do a Tom Hanks impression. He's yeah, just I can't a guy. Do that like it's just it's not a thing that exists. A Tom Hanks impression? No, no, of course not. Um, but yeah, so uh, Shura probably uh, had a snake in his boot. And uh, that's that's what made him so I have angry. A snake in my boot. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, fuck, it, I'd watch it. I, I'd watch Tom Hanks do anything. So. I would love nothing. I would love nothing more than to see some movie trailer about like a six-arm CGI guy fucking up gods and everything. And at the very end, he slowly turns back to the camera. Someone poison the water hole. <laughs> Yeah, there it is. <laughs> See, and, you know, so, uh, Jesse, I'm wondering, this uh, this game was made by CyberConnect2, it was published by Capcom, 
you know, to talk about the actual game, you know, proper a little bit. Do you think it's possible Capcom wanted to make an Akuma game? Because I'm trying to think of, like, you know, like, how did Capcom get involved with making this just, you know, game about a random angry man and not try to tie it to something else? I, I you know, I don't get it. Like, I mean, Ashura, Akuma, you know, it's very similar sounding. Mm-hmm. Couple and, letter uh, swaps. They- they do add Akuma in the DLC, See? so, I mean... That was Capcom's bargain. Like, fine, fuck it. You guys didn't want to use Akuma? Akuma shows up in the DLC. Like, you know, he, he needs... He's angry and he's strong. Like, you know, I don't see the problem. He should be in the game. Like, it should be an Akuma game. You know, uh, you know, and then... Man, just picture if in, like, Street Fighter the movie, Akuma had been there played by Tom Hanks. Oh, man. It would have <laughs> been great. It would have fucked rolled Julie up. It would have been Tuesday. <laughs> That should have been the uh, post credit scene of Street Fighter the movie. <laughs> See, that's that's the, that's so weird. Like, the post credit scene of the actual Street Fighter movie is the teasing that M. Bison isn't dead. Even though, in reality, the actor that played him was dead. And so, instead, it should have been a postscript where Akuma shows up and it's Tom Hanks. Like, uh. you know, two-time, at that at that time, newly minted two-time Academy Award winner Tom Hanks. Like, just picture if he had signed on to Street Fighter to play Akuma and then subsequently won back-to-back Oscars. Like, what kind of star power it would have brought to the movie? Oh, oh my god. god. I would love nothing more than the next Street Fighter movie to feature the credits and two-time Academy Award winner Tom Hanks. As Akuma. Like, that's your, that's your and line. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, but we you could write it, a... fellas. God, could you imagine a Capcom multiverse you know, movie Dude, franchise? Needs to happen. All done with, like, Tom Hanks-level actors and actresses in yes. it? Yes. Yes, I can imagine that. It would be fucking great. You know, Tom Capcom Hanks, Infinity Gary... War. <laughs> Tom yeah, Hanks Tom is your Hanks fucking is Iron Man. <laughs> Tom Gary... Hanks as Akuma is your Iron Man of the, of the <laughs> Capcom multiverse. <laughs> Uh, who else is on uh, Tom Hanks caliber? Um, Gary Oldman as whoever Gary Oldman wants to be. Uh, John, you need to be specific, please. <laughs> yeah, come on. Gary Oldman would Capcom be Dr. Character. Wiley, obviously. Mm-hmm. There we go. Gary Perfect. Oldman is Ken. He would have been better than the Ken in the actual Street Fighter movie. you got to give it up to that. Gary Oldman would have knocked that role out of the park. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, oh, um... No, I take it back. Gary Oldman as Jetta from Darkstalkers. There we go. That's a great idea. That's a really great idea, David. I love it. Yeah, so I was thinking, Gary like, Busey uh, as Tom Dr. Holland. Wiley. <laughs> I was thinking Tom Holland as Mega Man. See? It yeah. works for yep. me. Yep. You got um, Christopher Walken as... Um... Somebody weird from Street Fighter 3? There's Come on, man. I know you can be more specific than this. Yeah, Q. He could be Q. Ah, David, don't bail him out. <laughs> He's digging his own grave here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not even convinced he played Bioshock. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Actually, Christopher Walken is Gen from Street Fighter. <laughs> oh, see, that, you know, that'd be great. That'd be really I'm good. I'm going to uh, change my Tom- fighting style here now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tom sure, Cruise you can. Is, Tom Cruise is Dante. Oh man, yes. see that's. Mm. There's a time when that would have been pitch perfect casting. 
Yeah. Uh, right around the time that it would have been pitch perfect casting to cast Tom Hanks as Akuma. So yes, a Dante and uh, Dante and Akuma movie starring Tom Hanks and Tom Cruise, please. Um, anyway, uh, Jesse, anything else you know of actual anything to say about Usher's Wrath? Besides, no. you know, they're strong, angry, and has like a sick metal soundtrack. I, you know, going through the soundtrack, I thought it was kind of very samey, very like ominous, drummy. You know, the like. If I put this stuff. soundtrack on at the same, you know, if I went to GTT Radio and put this on, alternating it with. Fist of the North Star Ken's Rage, would you be able to tell the difference? Probably not. Yeah, I, okay. Um, I think I picked like the three best songs from okay. the bunch. <laughs> cool. So. Good to know. <laughs> um, and uh, thank the requester one more time. Uh, it was Mork and Silver Nova. Excellent. Great pick, guys. Excellent request. And uh, Johnny, let's, uh, let's keep it going, man. Let's uh, punch a hole in the earth and head to game four. Game four.
All right, guys. Uh, so in this game's most notorious scene, uh, the word punch never actually appears in the on-screen prompt. How's everybody feeling? I'm yeah, feeling pretty great. Good. So fucking good. <laughs> I bet. So, that was a let's great see it, guys. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Johnny has a dick. Sadly incorrect. Jesse says ready to rumble boxing. Also sadly incorrect. David has the correct answer. Resident Evil 5. I really should have put that on the soundboard for the night, but I forgot to do so. Resident Evil. Yeah. Okay, let's go around the board. Everybody do your best Resident Evil uh, you know, announcer voice. So, uh, Jesse, give us a Resident Evil, and don't forget the five. <clears throat> Resident Evil five. All right, Johnny. Resident Evil five. Let's go again. PlayStation quality voice sample. <laughs> All right, David. <laughs> Resident <laughs> Evil 5. David's never played the Resident Evil games. It's a fighting game now? It, uh. isn't, isn't that how it is? It's like a, a Vegas zombie shooting simulator? It, yes. Exactly, yeah. No, you, you were thinking of uh, Resident Evil uh, 5 EX plus Alpha. That was the announcer <laughs> you were going with. Yeah. Resident Evil 5. It's it's fine. Um, <laughs> that's part of the title. It's fine. Uh, what a what a game, man! This game. Um, I love the idea of a game studio coming out and naming their game. You know what? It's fine. Like, yeah, it's good. We know. You know. 
Listen, guys, we know Resident Evil 4 was really good, and I'm sorry. This isn't going to be as good. It's fine, though. I'm telling you, it's good. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, you want to buy this game. Uh, it's not going to be the same. But uh, it's going to be its own thing. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, two players. And what do you think about that? Um, so, uh... You know, David, what do you think about two players? <laughs> no, I was going to say, it's like, you know, two players, what do you think about that? It's like, ooh, do we really want to get into what we think about Resident Evil 5? Because we might need to unpack some stuff. I mean, I'm fine. That's why we're here, baby. What do you think about Resident Evil 5? I'm curious to know. Um, you know, I'm on a purely, like, gameplay level, on a mechanic level, as a game, yeah, sure, it's fine. It the is fine. The fact that you're, um... Running around is a beefy white man shooting black people, throwing spears at you. That's not fine. A little less fine. Oh, I, oh, know. this is the racist one. I mean, racist I, evil. Racist evil in five. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I guess this came up. But I was gonna say, wait a minute. I'm having flashbacks. Did we already use this? No, I've had to make this comment before. Like. It's it's just part of the setting, man. Like it's not great. It's you know, okay, it ain't see, a good look. <laughs> okay, see, I understand. It's like, well, it's set in Africa. Okay. There are black people in Africa. It's like, yeah, I get that. But the it's fact factually that correct, like, David. It's like, but the fact that they're living in huts, wearing grass skirts, and throwing spears at you—that's not okay. That's not so hot. In fairness, that's not all of them. That you know, so it does start out in a modern like African village and you eventually move on to an area in which an indigenous tribe has been infected with Ouroboros virus. It is not that all Africans are tribal in this game. That's that that would be a fucking horrendous look. <laughs> um, but uh yeah, no, it, it I'll I'll give you that. Still not great. Anyway, that's really all I want to say about that cuz the gameplay is actually very fun. Uh you know, I I enjoyed this game. It's it's uh, the action Resident Evil that uh, that felt like a good follow up to four. You know, you're in Africa. You're Chris. You've clearly been juicing. You're buff as <laughs> shit. Like this guy, man, he's gotten jacked. It's awesome. Um, you know what a fucking beefcake Chris Redfield has become in this game. And I mean, that's the thing. I'm not a huge like full series Resident Evil fan. I've played four, five. That's it. So this is a this is my knowledge base for Resident Evil. I played uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 3. That's the characters, uh, the designs in that are taken from this. These are my guys, man. Wesker in a fucking slick ass trench coat. Chris, fucking basically looks like Hagar. Jill, she's kind of a mess, but you know she's alive, so that's good. Yeah, that um, was the other thing that upset me about this game. It's like, Jill Valentine was badass in Resident Evil. And then it's like, oh, we're going to make her some, like, mind control puppet. Like, no. I well, in fairness, she got that way because she tried to take on, you know, the Wesker guy. Yeah, he, uh, you know, she saved Chris from being killed by Wesker. Wesker fucking controlled her mind and pumped her full of fucked up chemicals. And, you know, you eventually do break her free of that. Uh, so... Yeah, it's uh, not the best look on that. I don't know. It, it was good that they got Jill to the sidelines and under like a shroud of oh, who could it be? It's obviously fucking Jill. Uh, you know, so they could introduce Chris's new partner, Sheva. She's not annoying. She's uh, you know, the only the only annoyance comes from the unpolished two-player mechanics. It's not a 
you know, the character is not annoying in and of itself. I like Shiva. I think she's cool. She's like, uh, she's, you know, the uh, Chris's equivalent in Africa or wherever they are, whatever, you know, region of Africa they're in. And so, you know, she's badass. She holds her own. You know, anybody that says she's annoying, try playing the game as her. Chris will be just as annoying because the problem isn't the character, it's the two-player computer AI. Um, that's, uh, that's something I, uh, I, I strongly believe. The you know, character, just fine. Two-player AI, eh, spotty. Um, but the game's a lot of fun, man. I think it's pretty cool. Uh, you, know, you get to fight a lot of monstrosities. Uh, there's like, you know, like giant fucked up like bat thing. And there's like a sick-ass tentacle beast. And, uh, you know, you get to fight Wesker. Um, get to fucking kill Wesker. That's the beauty of it. I mean, let's just get right down to the best part of the game. Let's talk about that boulder, baby. Uh, <laughs> David, I know you got thoughts on this rock. Okay, the... One of the things that I will defend Resident Evil 5 on is the fact that Chris Redfield punches a boulder, like, away. Like, that is beautiful. Nice. Because, like... To, like Everybody always treats Resident Evil as, like, this deep story and this interconnected lore. It's like, no, Resident Evil has always been B-movie ridiculous. And the fact that Chris Redfield fucking punches a boulder out of his face fits in perfectly. I had to, like, look it back up because I'm like, it's got to be a little more tasteful than, like, what people have given him credit for. And no, like, that boulder is at a standstill and he just punches it into, like, a fucking lava like you know for one the over the topness just really kicks in because yes the finale of this game takes place in an active volcano after you have destroyed wesker's plane full of you know uh fucking ouroboros missiles so like wesker is going to do the red skull thing and infect the whole world from an airplane and then uh you know rule the world and you stop him Wesker fucking fists that missile and turns himself into a big hideous monster, which is another thing I love about Resident Evil. When someone's back to, is against the wall, they just say fuck it and turn themselves into a giant hideous monster. It's a good look for a villain. <laughs> like, yeah. like, well, okay, you called my bluff. Fist that missile and I'm covered in fucking tentacles and I can survive, like, standing in lava now. It's fucking cool. Um... But yeah, so he chucks a boulder in Chris's way, and uh, you got no choice with that boulder. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta push that bitch out of the way. It's, uh, you know, I was watching, I'm like, now wait for it, because it's, you know, it's got the little command prompts. You have to, like, press square really fast, and you gotta press these buttons. You gotta wiggle the stick. I'm like, yeah, wiggling say, the stick, that's how you push, like, an eight-ton boulder out of your way. <laughs> like, I was gonna say, isn't it like a fucking quick time event like you're in a volcano and a <laughs> oh, yeah. boulder comes at you and you have to punch it out of the way so the boulder lands and blocks your path uh you know sheva is like you know needing resuscitation or you know whoever your partner is needing resuscitation actually shit i'm wondering if you play this game as sheva if she punches the boulder instead of chris <laughs> like now i need to go back and play this <laughs> um but yeah you got to move the boulder it's just sitting there in front of you and like you know it's like push push and then I was waiting for the prompt to say, like, punch, and it says, actually says hook. Because, uh, you know, you're hitting it, you can't just hit that boulder with an uppercut. you got to hit that thing with a couple of, you know, left and right hooks. And that's what punches the boulder. <laughs> it's, it's the silliest fucking scene, man. Uh, um, that's always my like... favorite fighter in uh, every, like, boxing game I've ever played is the boulder. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's I was gonna a say, lot of stamina. There... 
Also, like, an earlier scene in the game where, like, somebody throws a, not quite a boulder, but, like, a smaller rock, and you actually do, like, go over the shoulder, punch it out of the way. That's possible. I think there's, like, a like an on-rails scene where you're, like, in a car and somebody's chucking large rocks at you. Granted, those probably only weigh, like, 900 pounds. So... If it's flying at you, you just kind of, you know, give it a stiff arm, and you're all right. <laughs> yeah. This rock, though, this boulder that Chris punches, it's, uh, it's like, you know, size of, I don't know, like, this room I'm in. So, you know, you, you gotta really punch that bitch to get it out of the way. <laughs> I, I do want to take just a brief moment to thank the chat and all of our Game That Tune fans listening to us uh, at the live broadcast. Because I posted a picture of Jill... From Resident Evil, actually, it's Jill from Marvel vs. Capcom in her original Resident Evil form, talking about how oh, this was this was my Jill and all that kind of stuff, and everyone has reacted to it with a sandwich emote. God bless <laughs> you, people. Yeah. She's a snack, brother. <laughs> it, it makes sense. You were almost um, a Jill sandwich. Oh, also, that's a good reference too. Damn it. Um, I was just thinking they they wanted to eat Jill. I get it because they're zombies. <laughs> yeah, they they want to oh. eat her like a sandwich. Yeah, um, that's why they want to eat her. That's it. Yep. Are we getting horny now? Uh, you know, because now we're all horny for Jill all the time. Uh, but yeah. So anyway, Chris, let's get horny on Chris and those biceps, baby. We're always horny for Chris. Boulders. Yeah, mm. <laughs> he's, he's a big man. You know, and he he can punch boulders out of the way. I mean, I, he I can don't know. punch my boulders. Ooh, Wait, man. <laughs> it gets my boulders off. <laughs> 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 it's just it, you know that final like sequence is fucking hilarious and over the top and awesome. I mean, like Wesker is all you know fucking. You know, so Chris obviously Chris is roided. Wesker has you know Ouroboros roided, and so it's time for the two of them to face off. And you know, it's That's good. The best gif I've seen in a long time, Jim, oh, Johnny. Reacting to gifs, cool. <laughs> Big laugh for a gif. I appreciate that. Yeah, um, <laughs> you didn't see it. It's fucking yeah, great. Yeah, I'm talking here. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's talking. He's talking. Yeah, I, well, I this like is great. Take, this is a great podcast. I'd like, I'd like to take this moment to remind everyone of our episode 200 uh, free play jingle that includes the. I'm sorry, John just posted something really disgusting in our Discord. Don't <laughs> tell them that. Yeah, yeah, that's behind the scenes, Oops. baby. You want to see that shit? You join the Discord. You don't react to that on on fucking you know audio. What's wrong with you guys? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Anyway, it's pretty good. It is. <laughs> I'll find out after I'm done discussing my game. <laughs> yeah. Okay, fuck, brother. Let me know. <laughs> shit. I don't know, man. Game's fine. Johnny, let's move to game five. Fuck all this. <laughs> Game five.
Alright, so, uh, this game features multiple unlockable weapons, uh, one of which shoots bullets modeled after the Vic Viper ship from the Gradius series, and another featuring a weapon from the original NES game in this series. got those guesses slash answers. So, uh, John and Jesse both say Contra 4. Johnny says Contra 5. That is two correct answers. So close. This is Contra 4 for the DS. Dang it. Johnny, what even is Contra 5? Yeah. Um, it, 
It's the one with Tom Hanks, and it's quite an excellent game. God, I'd watch that. The Konami Cinemaverse. Tomtra. I, I would be so... <laughs> well, no, to- Tom Hanks is the final boss. <laughs> you don't oh, play as Tom Hanks. Oh. Damn. <laughs> I was gonna say, it's like, I would love so much to see Tom Hanks just fucking ripped shooting aliens. Yeah, I'd love that too. But uh, no, you it's a big it. alien. Tom Hanks. It's like Dick Boss from Wings of War, but it's Tom Hanks instead. It's it's pretty good. Tom it's just it's a boss with Tom Dick Hanks' boss. head. Yeah, my you wife play is it, giving man. me the most confused look in the world right now. Well, that's on you, David. She should know who Dick Boss is. Yeah, and she so, should fully understand the history and lore. Of I'm not talking that anymore. I'm sorry, David. Um. So yeah, this is Contra Four. <laughs> Did anybody play Contra Four? What did it come out for? You said Nintendo DS, right? Yeah, this was for the DS. Yeah, I did not play this. Nope. nope. That's a shame. Contra's too hard for me. Because <laughs> uh, this game was pretty fucking great. It was... It feels weird because I feel like this game was kind of forgotten. Like, when that new Contra game got announced and people were like, Hell yeah, Contra's back. It's like, dude, Contra was on the DS. Like, no, there hasn't been a new Contra since, like, Super Nintendo. No, there, there was Contra 4, and it, it was great. Um, a lot of people seem Wait. to have forgotten this game. What I missed? Did they announce a new Contra game? Yeah, there was a new Contra game. Um, it came out to the Switch. You can play as a panda bear. Um, are, are you that's, making this up, or no, is this real? No, I'm not serious. ringing any bells. No, I'm serious. Not, this this is a real bla- thing. Not Blazing Chrome? No, I'm pretty sure it was an actual Contra game. Maybe I'm mistaken. Okay. Um, no, it's fine, it's fine. But, um, yeah, Contra 4 on the DS was fucking great. It was it was done by WayForward. It had really nice sprite animation. Um, and it was basically two-screen Contra. You did get, um, they added, like, a grapple hook. So you couldn't, like, Bionic Commando your way around levels, but you could, like, lift yourself up to the second screen. It did use both of the screens, um, and that was kind of the problem, because you know the DS had that little gap, and Contra is already sort of a weird, like, bullets coming at you from all over around. Having, oh, like, God. a pixel barrier... The one thing you don't want in a Contra game is a fucking blind spot. Like, right. that's, that's <laughs> an issue. Um, but no, the game was super fucking cool. It was basically old school Contra. Um, it featured a ton of unlockables. Like I said, you got the laser from the original Contra. Uh, you got a gun that shot out the ships from Gradius. There were a bunch of different playable characters. Um, what I thought was cool was you could unlock the Probotector. Because like oh, cool. when, when Contra got ported in Europe... For some reason, they didn't want to have a bunch of, like, muscly dudes, so they changed the game around, and you played as this character, like, Probotector, who was this robot mech suit right. going around shooting aliens. You could No unlock... muscles in that one, though. Yeah. You could unlock that, um, and then you could also unlock the original Contra and Super C. Hmm. Like, the whole game, or, like, skins for this new game? No, you, like, unlock the original <laughs> games. Cool. And then those nope. games further... you Most of the unlockables were done by, like, a challenge mode, and then once you unlock um, Contra and Super C, those games had a challenge mode. Yeah, I don't want to even consider the idea of 
a contra challenge mode. What what <laughs> hellish torturous like sick motherfucker came up with that concept? Like what, what the fuck? His yeah. name is me. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, they call him Johnny Contra, and they have never been able to confirm his identity. But all they know is he's a fucking asshole. Because uh, <laughs> who needs a challenge mode in a Contra game like? That you know, the lesson in Contra is that life is fucking pain. Like that, yeah. you, know, <laughs> you don't need a challenge mode. I know. I, oh, I, I thought do. the lesson in Contra was fuck aliens, but apparently I read something completely different into that. Uh, yeah. No, you took home the wrong message, David. You're not supposed to worship Rick from Rick and Morty. You're not supposed to take home from Contra that's fuck aliens. Yeah. The message from that's Contra a whole different is, game. <laughs> <laughs> the message from Contra is. Life is hard. Yeah. Deal with it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get back up again. Sometimes you need 30 lives to get through it. Um, now, you know, it would be pretty cool if there was an unlockable mode where you could fuck some of the aliens. That would be uh, that would be pretty great. Um, well, that'd be a good challenge mode. Yeah. See, that's the kind of rewards you need for challenge mode. Like, you know, you Here's wanna, your challenge. Yeah. Make this alien climax. Yeah, <laughs> your challenge should you choose to accept it is to I think figure out how the, an um, alien comes. <laughs> I think I think that they what wound up happening was they had that in the game, but you know disabled it. So then somebody come, came up with the uh, hot contra mod to let you uh, do that mode. That's beautiful, John. I'm so glad you had to say it, and not me. Chef's <laughs> <Just> kiss. <laughs> right where my mind went, baby. I do love the idea of that specifically being made as the like challenge mode for Contra on the DS. So you pull out the stylus, yes. you get to the touch screen. <laughs> while, while, like, on a bus. Yeah. <laughs> What's that kid doing over there? It's like, <laughs> tickling a really weird, blocky alien clit. Mind your business. <laughs> you, flip, you flick the stylus over those three <laughs> alien clitorises. Uh, then you blow it in the mic. <laughs> <laughs> what does that do? No, you're going to kill her. <laughs> you blow into the mic, and then you bring the mic very close and make a uh, sound. Yeah. <laughs> You motorboat your TS on a bus. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <are> you okay? <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Um. I think he's having a stroke. Oh, he sure is. Stroking something. No, just playing Contra. Man, you know when I was your age, I played Contra too. Then just looks at the screen. Oh, this is a much different Contra uh. game. Oh, <laughs> this literally ancient granddad's Contra. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, That's no. the next one. Contra 5 <laughs> <Yeah>. Lemon Party. <laughs> I mean, yeah. A, a Lemon Party themed Contra game starring Dick Boss. Count me in. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, yeah. I, I, I am mad that I've overlooked this one, as I did many games on the DS. That's uh, that's just, you know, it's my, my DS shame, as it is with all handheld systems. Like, bought it, didn't play it very much. Turns out Florida has no, like downtime like you know david i know you play a lot on like you know the trains and things like that and you know, you would work like jobs where uh, you, you were working in saint augustine hanging out in the ticket booth and you know just had a bunch of downtime to play ds games i was jealous of that i never had that oh, yeah. kind of downtime so a handheld system never meant shit to me um so i was gonna say it's like yeah like you, you bought a ds <laughs> and then you played like mario kart ds and literally nothing else 
I have recollections of attempting to play games on the DS at a stoplight while delivering pizza. It wasn't satisfying, <laughs> so I stopped doing that. Yeah, I mean, like, portable games are designed for, like, mission-based structured for brief spouts of gameplay, but, like, 45 seconds. No, they intended a little bit longer than that. A little more than that. Yeah, turns out, you know, WarioWare was good. Uh, yeah, I, get, I, get play, I get a lot of WarioWare in at the stoplight. Um, but, uh, yeah, not so much a Contra level. Not that I would want to, you know, fucking, you know, if I'm already delivering pizzas, I'm living the nightmare. I don't need to then be like, eh, maybe I'll play Contra to, you know, really take this night to the top. Take the edge off. like mellow and relax. <laughs> Let's play Contra. Just left this fucking awful... Gainesville apartment complex with like you know one dollar for three deliveries. I guess I'll play some Contra. That'll probably cheer me up. Yeah. <laughs> no. Nope. Yeah. End of the night, you come home and your roommate's like, "Hey man, about to smoke a bowl. You want in?" You're like, "Nah, man. I'm gonna go play some Contra." <laughs> no, I gotta, I gotta chill out and play some Contra. <laughs> no, wait, wait, no. <laughs> We've got the exact opposite of me. Ah, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, yeah, man. I mean, I'm intrigued by this. I feel like these, uh, you know, later Contra games don't get any recognition. I didn't even know, I mean, that Contra 4, quote-unquote, even though this is, like, probably the 10th Contra game, uh, was even, like, a big thing. I think, you know, it's time for these to get a, a re-release. Like these, these games need to have their day in the Switch eShop. I, I want to play these things now. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, I believe there was... I want to say there was, like, a Contra 4 DX that got re-released. Maybe I'm making that up. Or... Yeah, I think I was making that up. Anyhow... I was going to say, um, Contra and 4DX, like, the movie theaters with the moving seats, that would also be very cool. Well, when I when I see a game with DX at the end, I think it's of Game Boy Color remake games, which I thought that was an interesting choice. Yeah, demaking Contra 4 from the DS onto the Game yeah. Boy Color. Terrible idea. <laughs> you know, it is funny that you mentioned that, because um, I wanted to use this for my trivia and couldn't for obvious reasons, because uh, there's a helicopter that, like, drops you off at the beginning of the stages and then, like, helps you out in other stages, and that helicopter is lifted directly from the Game Boy Contra, um, so they were continuing on that, like, handheld Contra legacy but there, there wasn't really a way for me to say, like, yeah, there are specific references to the handheld game in this series from previous years. No, there's no elegant way to say it, so that's fine. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's cool. Because I see also this was not only, you know, it was developed by WayForward. Like, you know, why, why aren't we handing them the keys to more franchises? Like, they clearly can get the job done. Like, Yeah, they're very good at what yeah. they do. They are just fine, these guys way forward. They, they, they do just fine games. I mean, so, considering the, like their platforming expertise, their sprite animations, like the fact that they haven't made a Mega Man or Metroid makes me very sad, because that would be fucking great. Yeah, I mean, like, seriously, they make all these fucking Shantae games. Just give her some big shoulder pads and some you know bionic armor or whatever, and yeah, it's a Metroid game, like, you know. I would play it. I would play it and I would love it. <laughs> oh, man. A Metroid game where you play as Shantae and you fight Tom Hanks' mother brain at the end? Oh, oh man. David I was going to say, it's like, now I just really want to play a Metroid game where you can turn into an elephant. That's also good. Yeah. 
Um, instead, instead of, of a morph ball? A, instead of rolling up into a little ball, you turned into a giant elephant. And you don't accomplish anything. But it's pretty cool. Um, so, you know, okay, so Tom Hanks is playing Mother Brain. Then David, who is playing Samus? Shantamus. Uh, Shantae Samus in this uh, this fictional way forward game we're casting now. You know, um, I feel bad because you put me on a spot. Like, if I had time to think about it, I could get to a better answer, but my immediate answer is going to be Scarlett Johansson? See, yeah. See, yeah, that's, that's, all, that's, yeah. That's, the, that's the default. How uh, about she like, can, action she can play answer. a sexy woman, she can play an action woman, she can play a woman of an ethnicity that's not white. How about. Bingo! Um, <laughs> uh, how about. Um, sure. The, Charlize Theron. No, the the lady who played Valkyrie in Thor Ragnarok. Tessa Ooh. Thompson. She yes. would be oh. incredible. That's, Tessa that's my pick. Be good. I accept that. <laughs> I'm not going to contribute to this conversation. Not since David pointed out that ScarJo doesn't just play white. Uh, terrible <laughs> can, idea. Can, can, <laughs> can we have Jeff Goldblum as the Metroids? Yes. yes. For the love of God, yes. <laughs> Oh man! Um, I, love the, I love the idea of Metroids coming at you saying "scree," but uh, well, uh, uh yeah. scree. Uh, yeah. You know, they all just I, come um, out doing that weird Jurassic Park laugh. <laughs> 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 oh god! Actually, if they got like physical, practical effects for the Metroids that were basically just Jeff Goldblum and the Fly. That would be amazing. Oh, God. <laughs> Can we get uh, Chris Tucker as Craid? Man, what the hell are we doing here? This is just a dream movie right now. Man. <laughs> yeah. This is just better and better. Oh, God. Uh, yes, we can. All we right. can have all that. Call, call Nintendo in Hollywood right now. <laughs> yeah. Hello, 1997. I have a Metroid movie for you. <laughs> I, I just really want to be a fly on the wall where you hand Tom Hanks the script. It's like, you're playing this giant evil biological computer. It's like, okay, so um, what's the line reading for this line here that says Mother Brain gonna make you suck this dick? <laughs> <laughs> no, you, know, you can put your own flavor on it. You, you, you know. Point is, you're, you're having a confrontation, and you tell the heroine to suck your fucking dick. That's that's what we're telling you, Tom. <laughs> you guys understand I'm Tom Hanks, right? I'm not saying this. <laughs> I've never once in my life instructed anybody to suck my dick. Tom yeah, Hanks, not, it's just kind of happened. My wife. <laughs> Exactly. I'm not. I, I refuse to let this soundbite exist. No, thank you. <laughs> okay. So anyway, um, what game are we talking about now? Contra, Metroid. Contra Four Metroid. Oh, <laughs> oh god. Uh, episode two hundred four is in the future. We're discussing Metroid Prime Four. All the wires are crossed so wildly. It's ridiculous. Uh, um, David, anything else on Contra 4, which is not a Metroid game starring Tom Hanks as Mother Brain? It's a different thing entirely. Um, that's going to be the clip for episode 300's free play jingle. Uh, no, Contra 4 is dope, just running around as a couple of big muscly dudes shooting the fuck out of aliens. Thank you for finally bringing it back to muscles. Great job, David. Johnny... Calculating computer. Calculating computer activated. Computers. Beeps. Space.
Games. Scoring complete. This game's winner is. John Harrington. Oh, cool! It's nice. me. Very cool. I'm so glad to so glad to win another show. Wow, you know I'm I'm glad that uh, glad that it came came down to this because I, I believe it came down to uh, me and David being tied and no one having a tiebreaker prepared. So I'm happy to accept this win. Thank you, everybody else, for not preparing a lightning round tonight. That would have been a you know terrible idea. So yeah, man, <laughs> what a show! Wow, excellent times, excellent show, and. Uh, you know, as I was getting ready for this week's show, I, I had an idea for... I don't think we've used this as a theme. You know, we've used so many games with blank as a theme. Uh, you know, literally that's how we end up tonight with games with muscles. Uh, Ooh, are we doing blanks with games? Yes, exactly. Games Ooh. in which you shoot blanks. <laughs> Vasectomy games on next week's Game That Tune. No, um... Uh, I, I was listening to the fantastic you know, tunes, you know, mostly the action tunes of the Resident Evil 5 uh, soundtrack, and you know, this would be a cooler theme if I'd gotten to finish my discussion, but that was derailed. So, uh, and, you know, in lieu of talking Not about the actual tune, the actual finale of Resident Evil 5, stop trying to derail my goddamn explanation, David. Um, in, in lieu of talking about the volcano-based finale of Resident Evil 5, we're going to do a whole episode next week. Resident Evil 5 is the theme. No, I'm kidding. Uh, games with lava. We haven't done that, have we? Oh, wow, no. Boom. No. Liquid hot magma on next week's episode of Game That Tune. Johnny, don't ask for clarification. I've said two things. That's enough. You fuck figure geology. the fuck out. Wait. Exactly. We're going to unfuck geology next week, baby, because we're going to... Oh, man, those rocks are going to be melted, and, you know, you don't want to stick your dick in that thing, baby. It's going to hurt. So Game that it's going to be... Uh, 205, unfuck geology. <laughs> geology so, unfucked. Much like Django Unchained, next week is geology unfucked. What about um, games with pizza rolls? Because, like, when they come right out of the oven and you take a bite, it's like eating lava. Jesse, mm. stop stealing my bits. Those yeah. are my questions. Oh, exactly. sorry. <laughs> yeah, and that's you know, it, it's not real lava. That's the thing. So you know, I, I need uh, I need deadly lava. Uh, you know, stuff that uh, you know, uh, you, you know, molten rock. It's uh, John, I shouldn't have, not shouldn't be having to explain this. If your pizza rolls don't have literal molten rock in them, you're eating the wrong pizza rolls, yeah. my friend. I eat those Walgreens brand. Bites. Of course they're full of molten rock. They're terrible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Totino's, it's actually liquid cheese and pepperoni. The Walgreens brand, it, it is just, it's a bag of rocks. It's not great. <laughs> um, but, yeah, man. Uh, so, yeah, uh, bring your lava games to next week's episode. Uh, it's, you know, going to be uh, much like uh, much like pumice. It's going to be a lava-rocking episode of Game That Tune. Um, now, if we feature molten rock inside the Earth, which is technically magma, is that okay, yeah. or does it have to be lava outside of the Earth? That's that's it why I said lava and liquid hot magma. I wanted to okay. make sure I got that. You know, molten rocks. It, okay, you know, cool. You, fig you cool. figure it the fuck out. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, everybody watching along live with us. We appreciate you guys hanging with us. We're live Wednesday nights 
We're on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. Check us uh, check us out there. Search for Game That Tune. Thanks to everybody listening in podcast form. Our podcasts come out on Tuesday mornings. Uh, anywhere you get your podcasts, we appreciate you listening, enjoying. Give us a rating, review, whatever. Share with your friends. Tell your friends about Game That Tune. Thanks to everybody checking out patreon.com slash game that tune. We got awesome exclusives there. We've got covered up. We've got mixtapes. We've got GTT gems. There's a stacked June show coming before the end of the month. Uh, man, it's going to be a great month of releases. So, uh, you know, get over to Patreon and uh, support our wacky little endeavors. Uh, we also have our movie commentaries. They exclusively come to Patreon. So uh, check mm-hmm. us out there. Special thanks to our Patreon super fan tier producers. Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Daniel Perky, Chrono, Dominic Guy, Taylor Y, Sam L. You're all fantastic fellas, and we appreciate you guys supporting the show. Um, thank you to our requester tonight, which I'll let Jesse shout out one more time. Who are our requesters? They were uh, Mork and Silvernova. And where did you get those requests? On our Discord game request channel. Hell yeah. Join our Discord server, make your requests, or send us your requests, gamethattune at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter at gamethattune, or find us individually on Twitter. I am there at jgangsta187. You can find John Regan on Twitter at jpreganjr. And I'd also like to mention real quick, there's still time to vote for our movie on Saturday. Yes. Explain. Check out, uh, if you come to into our Discord, there's a voting thread, or on Twitter, there's a poll we have running. We've got uh, a couple movies chosen for this Saturday where we watch a movie and you watch along with us and we just kind of make fun of the movie and you know really just kind of talk over it the whole time. But it's, it's a lot of fun. It's really good. I highly recommend it. Yeah, those previously and, mentioned movie commentaries, it's really more, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, it's really something. It's, you know, it's a little bit of mystery science theater. It's a little bit of just us talking over the movie and uh, it's just a lot of fun. So if you like us and you like shitty movies, then head on over to Patreon or uh, head over to our Discord and vote on the movies because you guys get to make the pick for what we watch each week. Here's they're, what we're choosing. They're not always <laughs> shitty if my movie wins. Yeah, and Johnny, don't don't shout that out right now. They can just join the fucking Discord. By the time okay. this, by the time this releases in podcast form, I'll have to edit that shit out. You can find David Fleming on Twitter at DFD Fleming, and you can find Jesse Moore on Twitter at Sega underscore Legend. Hell yeah, guys. So, Lava Games next week. I got Lava Tunes to close us out this week. That's right. It's from Sonic Mania, the only Sonic game I love. It's Lava Power... Uh, what is it? John, uh, help me out here. What is this? Lava something? Lava Powerhouse? What's this level? Lava Reef. Lava, lava Reef. I believe Lava Powerhouse is from Sonic Spinball. See, I've been... <laughs> lava yeah. Reef. Sonic Mania. Been spending too much uh, time on GTT Radio. That's right. Lava Reef Zone, Act 2, Sonic Mania, uh, throwing us into the lava. We'll see you guys next week. Peace out, everybody.
Streets of Rage 4 is copyright 2020.emu.sas. Bioshock is copyright 2007 2K Games. Ashura's Wrath is copyright 2012 CyberConnect 2 and Capcom Company Limited. Resident Evil 5 is copyright 2009 Capcom Company Limited. Contra 4 is copyright 2007 Konami Digital Entertainment. Ich bin Andrew Ryan und ich möchte Sie eines fragen. Steht einem Menschen nicht das Shit. zu, was er sich im Schweiße seines Angesichts erarbeitet? Ante keine dieser an. Oh god damn it. What happened? What is I that? mixed up the tracks. I was, was I really sure that's not an introduction and that's literally just the song. A guy in German. <laughs> it it is and I it's because I copied the wrong file in. That whoops. So Fuck um, it, let it play! I'm no, just gonna don't. go to I'm just gonna go to my trivia and song three. <laughs> God, I hope I got the right file with this last one. Okay, so Okay, it just it crashed on me one second, sorry. It played twice. <laughs> I like how you're sitting here talking about like how the calculating computer is having issues. Johnny, it's literally a sound we ask you to play. I know, but the, the, the soundboard program crashed. One second, here we go. It's a wave. This game's file. winner is.